the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, WPUL AM 1590 in Daytona Beach, Florida, KOHI AM 1610 in St. Helens, Oregon, KHRO AM 1150 in El Paso, Texas. And for more information on becoming a professional broadcast affiliate of the Exxon Radio Show, visit www.xzbn.net or call toll-free worldwide 1-800-610-7035. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and on Star Cable. Toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. 
on MSN Messenger, Exxon Radio TV at Hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour, Exxon Nation, is Patricia McGivern. And Patricia is the author of Angel Babies, Messages from Miscarried and Other Lost Babies. Patricia is also a lecturer on the topic of spirit communication with early lost babies. She is a certified hypnotist in private practice in the Tampa Bay area of Florida since 1998 and specializes in helping parents to connect with their lost children and past life regression. She has established a new field of research into spirit connection and with miscarried and other early lost babies. Patricia graduated from the University of South Florida with a degree in mass communication in 1976. After nearly 20 years in corporate settings, she became a stay-at-home mom after the birth of her second daughter, Megan. Patricia's miscarriage propelled her on a spiritual quest, exonation, and five years later she became a hypnotist with a strong interest in spiritual work via past life regression and helping mothers communicate with their own lost babies. Joining me now from Tampa Bay, Florida, is Patricia. Um, Patricia McGivern is her name, and she is the author of Angel Babies, Messages from Miscarried and Other Lost Babies. Patricia, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you, Rob. It's so good to be here. It's great having you with us. Um, you and I were chatting briefly before we went on air, and and, and you you had no... No hesitations in telling me that at one time you were a skeptic. That's right. That's right. It took me a long time before I uh, believed that everything that was happening could be possible. Um, Sometimes in the moment when it happened, there was clarity, like there was a knowing that it was true. Mm -hmm. But then as I would step back from it in my conscious mind, I would try to rationalize what had just happened. Uh, it would be about four and a half years before I would really step into grasping everything that had happened and believing it. All right, Patricia, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. We'll be right back, and when we come back, Exonation, we're going to get right into the the topic at hand, the book that Patricia has written, Angel Babies, Messages from Miscarried and Other Lost Babies. Her website, www.patriciamcgivern.com, and that's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-M-C-G-I-V-E-R-N.com. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is The Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, live and around the world from our studios here in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away. I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. 
In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Nation, Patricia um, McGivern's my special guest, www.patriciamcgivern.com. She's the author of Angel Babies, Messages from Miscarried and Other Lost Babies. And when, you know, when did you start hearing from your, your own miscarried uh, baby? Well, I certainly wasn't expecting it. Mm. I was uh, taking a nap one afternoon uh, when my three-year-old Megan, uh, who came after the miscarriage, uh, was upstairs asleep, and it was one of those rare afternoons. And as I was waking up in that in-between state where, you know, you're not fully awake and you're not alert yet, but Mm -hmm. you know you're not sleeping, I heard right next to me, I'm right here. I'm right here. And my eyes popped open, thinking Megan had gotten up early from her nap and kind of worried about a three-year-old running around in the house with me sleeping, only to find that she wasn't in the room. And, in fact, she wasn't anywhere downstairs. And I tried to make sense of it, like, you know, how can that be? I know I heard a voice. Uh, TV's not on. Radio's not on. No neighbors. And as I'm looking downstairs for her and trying to come up with a rational, you know, explanation of what I heard, uh, an answer came to me, and my mind is the best way to say it, that said, you'll find Megan upstairs asleep. And with that, the hair on the back of my neck went up, and I went running upstairs, only to find her in a very deep sleep in her little pink princess bed and was trying to once again process making sense of what I'd heard. I knew what I heard. I knew I wasn't asleep. Mm -hmm. It was very clear, very insistent, almost a bit irritated. Like, just open your eyes and you'll see me. And it would be, and then, you know, in trying to make sense of that, uh, the answer came in my mind again that it did not originate from me. And the answer was, it was the baby you lost. And with that, every hair on my body stood on end. And I was just like, what? <laughs> you know. And I, I went running down the hall to my bedroom. 
and just asked the baby to present itself as though if I could hear the baby, yeah. I didn't even, you know, screen it to think, you know, what I was saying was crazy, but mm-hmm. could I see the baby? Uh, nothing happened. But, and it would be years later before I would really put together that Megan could have never said, I'm right here, because she couldn't say her R's, and it would have sounded like, I'm white here, I'm white here. <laughs> so that is how it began, and I told my husband about this, and he was, like, amazed, of course, but, you know, unless you experience it yourself, I kept playing over. It had been four and a half years since the loss of the baby, so long after the grieving state, long after a time when I was really thinking about Mm -hmm. the baby on a regular basis, because after that baby, I had another baby, Megan, who was three years old. So that's how it began. Had you heard from the baby again? Yes, yes. After, in fact, that evening when I was sleeping, Mm -hmm. I heard mommy and I woke up and uh, expected one of my, I have an older daughter too, Kylie, and I expected to see one of the two daughters in the bedroom and they weren't there. And as I walked through my closed bedroom door, Mm -hmm. I realized it couldn't have been either one of them. They would never have closed the door and walked down the hall to their closed bedroom door and just said, Mommy's here, do you need me? And I knew then that it was the baby's voice I heard. About uh, a week later, I went to get a massage, and as I began to be massaged, this, this person was metaphysical at a time when I thought metaphysical was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, who who comes to these places with these stones and these books, and what's all of this about? And yet I felt so so drawn to there without understanding why. And as she began, Marianne Lane was her, is her name. Uh, she's a massage therapist. As she began massaging me, she said, he's here. And I said, who's here? And I started covering up, thinking it was a delivery guy or something. And she said, the baby you lost. And with that, you know, my eyes, of course, were looking to where she was looking through an open door, but I couldn't see anything. And I thought, what? I said, describe him to me, please. And she began to describe a very blonde-haired, toe-headed little boy with big blue eyes. She had never seen either of my children or even pictures of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what she didn't know, and I have very dark hair, was that my children have very blonde hair and big blue eyes. So, in fact, I thought, wow, that's pretty good. Uh, Then she... I said, how old is he? And she said, well, I'm not good at ages, but he looks to be about four. And that's exactly how old he would have been had he been born. Now, did she have any prior knowledge of your miscarriage? My memory is that as she said, how are you doing today? I Mm -hmm. said, I've been thinking a lot about the baby I lost. But if you were to ask her, she said she never heard that comment. And so she was very surprised when she saw... uh, my child, because she didn't normally see things. She had seen her her guide before, and she had a a picture of a Native American, and and I was, you know, fascinated that she may have seen something like this. But this was very unusual for her as well, but very clear to her. Was she able able to to tell you why your 
your child had decided to come back and, and start communicating with you at this point in time? Well, actually, um, I had wondered for a long time if it, the baby was a boy or a girl. I had always felt that the baby was a boy, and my mm-hmm. husband had felt just as strongly it was a girl. So we had never actually named the baby as some people do. Yes. Uh, and so I had, when once I heard the voice, I'm right here, and then Mommy, I mm-hmm. was going through my things and thinking, you know, what was this baby a boy or a girl? And so when the baby appeared to her as a, the four-year-old, he said, my mommy wants to know what sex I am. And so she said, yes, it's a boy. <laughs> and I learned his name, and, and while he was standing there, she said, he has a little bear in a one of those little red, uh, like, trucks that little kids have, mm-hmm. and wagons. And I said, please describe the bear to me, because a week or so earlier, I had been in a craft store, and I had been drawn to this unique-looking little bear, and that it wasn't furry. It was kind of antique-looking. And I bought this bear for me, Rob, not for my two little children that I had who would have loved yet another stuffed animal, but I was a little embarrassed, like, why am I buying this bear? When she described the bear, it was the bear that I had purchased. Unreal. So, yeah, with that, I uh, it, the, that's when the story began. That experience was so um, startling to me that when I went back to see Marianne two months later, I had completely forgotten the experience. I don't know how something like that can happen because it was so profound and so amazing. But when I went home to tell my husband, you know, this incredible story, he didn't respond to me. And I think I interpreted that as, yeah, that couldn't possibly happen. And so something inside of me, I guess, I don't know how to explain it. All I know is when I went back and she began asking me, what my husband Tim thought of my massage session. I thought, did I enjoy it? Did I have a good massage? And she just looked at me and she said, did I talk to your dead baby? And with that, it began rushing back to me, but I couldn't remember his name. And so as she began to massage me again, she said, it's Dylan. And I said, how in the world did you ever remember his name? You've got an incredible memory. And she said, well, I didn't remember. He's back, and he's not too happy that you forgot his name. With that, I just began talking to him mentally, hoping he could hear me, telling him I would never forget again. It was during that time that he was communicating to Marianne. He told me that one of my life's missions was to write a book titled Angel Babies to help heal the mommies who've lost their babies. Now, as profound as that was, my reaction at the time was, what? (laughs) Wrong mommy, wrong life mission. Mm -hmm. I'm not a writer. What do I know about babies on the other side? And what will people think? They're going to think I'm crazy is what they're going to think. So I really didn't step into that mission for years. But you did. But I finally did because I turned out that Dylan was a very was a very persistent soul, and he continued finding ways to communicate to me. Either I would hear him. There were times I 
I sensed uh, his presence. Mm-hmm. I, I was napping one day after after being outside, and I was sure it was her little body that had come and sat on the bed next to me and opened my eyes, and uh, there was no one there, and yet I could sense someone being there. It's that feeling like if you're ever in a crowd and you feel like someone's behind you and you turn around and they are, you know, you don't see them, but you just sense that. Yes. It, was, it was like that. No, I was, I was, this, uh, it's, it's a fascinating story, but I've got to take a commercial break with the news. I can't push it back, so please stand by. Patricia McGivern's our special guest this hour, Exonation. We're talking about angel babies, messages from miscarried and other lost babies. For more information about Patricia, visit her website, www.patriciamcgivern.com. That's P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-M-C-G-I-V-E-R-N. And we'll be back on the other side of the news talking more about angel babies, messages from miscarried and other lost babies. And once again, her website is www.patriciamcgivern.com. My name's Rob McConnell, and this is The X-Zone. And we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and on Star Cable. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio. Euro High Definition Radio. And Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. .exoneradiotv.com
Patricia McGivern is our special guest this hour, Exonation. She's the author of Angel Babies, Messages from Miscarried and Other Lost Babies. Her website is www.patriciamcgivern.com. And you can get a copy of Angel Babies, Messages from Miscarried and Other Lost Babies at Amazon.com. All right. So you've been prompted, you've been led to, you've been basically haunted i and that's not the right word here but uh, how, how how would we say it you were you you've been totally pushed to writing this book yes that is so true um it would be th- this mission was so big for me to accept rob and i had mm-hmm. no confidence in being able to write about it like what would i write about what did i know uh, and I, but what I did do was I began to read everything I could on near-death experiences and angels and mm-hmm. reincarnation and past life regression, and I had this thirst for knowledge, and it really resonated with me. It felt like finally I was hearing the truth, so to speak, and. Uh, that began. I began going to psychics and asking, basically, for confirmation about this crazy life mission he wanted me to do, uh, and got incredible readings from from uh, psychics. But again, wasn't completely ready to hear everything that they were saying until finally, years later, and many things happening. I uh, I was in a bookstore, and I had thought maybe I could write a book about the loss, the feelings of loss with the miscarried baby, mm-hmm. because nobody was talking about the miscarried or other early lost babies, and there weren't any books out there, and it was not discussed. And so I thought maybe I could write about that, that those people who wanted to have a baby and who lost a baby through miscarriage or early loss, there was a deep sense of loss for those people. And I was in a bookstore one day and coincidentally uh, walked down an aisle that had to do with babies and pregnancy, and there on the shelf was a book about many women's stories of loss and the pain and I, my first thought when I saw that raw was, whew, didn't have to do that. By then, I realized that, it, that maybe it had gone out into the universe and that energy and somebody else had picked up on it, and I didn't have to do that. That wasn't going to be my life's purpose after all. But what surprised me was the feeling that came right after that, and I felt a great sense that I had missed an opportunity for my soul's growth. And with that, I realized that wasn't the book I was supposed to write. The book I was supposed to write had to do with talking about spirit communication with early lost babies. And between that and then in meditation one day, seeing Dylan uh, standing through a door was the first time I had seen him with his head down and his shoulders shrugged. He just said, it's okay, Mommy. You don't have to write the book. And with that, it was that mother thing that kicked in, like, yes, I will do this. I will do it for you. If it's the only thing I can do for you, this is what I'll do. But as it turned out, the gift has really been for me and hopefully for all of the other uh, women, dads as well, and loved ones who have loved and lost a baby to know that this communication is possible 
but it does happen, and there are people throughout the world. This isn't unique to me, and you don't have to even believe in this uh, for it to happen. When I stepped into the mission, I knew that I would there had to be others out there in the world who were having these experiences, but if people weren't even talking about their miscarriages, how would they ever speak about something like this? And so I put some ads and some magazines like the Edgar Cayce uh, publication, Venture Mm -hmm. N-Word, and uh, Mothering Magazine, asking for people who had had experiences, and I began hearing from people all over the world, Rob, from Australia to Switzerland to South America to Canada to uh, throughout the United States with different, you know, socioeconomic levels, varying education levels, uh, even belief levels. One woman stated quite clearly she was atheist, and yet these things had happened to her. And the communication, when I, of course, I, th- I knew I would have to have a web or a uh, email address, and of course I thought Angel Babies. Mm-hmm. When I submitted it to AOL, it came back with all these numbers attached to it: ten, five, twenty-seven. I thought I must be the ten thousand five hundred twenty-seventh person. Only to discover, as time went on, and I began to hear people talk about numbers and the numbers in their lives. I looked at those numbers again, and I realized 10-5 was the day I miscarried the baby, and 27 is the day I discovered that I was pregnant with the baby. So the numbers had great meaning indeed. And that's how it, I know. It was like a teletype from heaven, wow. you know. And any time I would get uh, a little discouraged, I would hear from another parent, and I began hearing from mostly mothers, I will say. There were several fathers who wrote in, uh, and there was one grandchild uh, who wrote in about her grandmother having a vision, uh, seeing a little girl swinging on a swing and waving goodbye to her as she got coffee one morning, and she knew with that it was the little girl that she was pregnant with, and later that afternoon she miscarried. So sometimes the babies come in dreams. If they come before a loss, it could be to, you know, tell a parent kind of to prepare them for what's about to happen, to say goodbye. And uh, if, the, if the communication comes afterwards, predominantly it's, it's just to, to let them know that they're okay, that they're still, you know, with them. Mm-hmm. And the communication can come in so many ways, whether it's through the dream state or through talking to a psychic medium or visions like I just mentioned. Another uh, parent wrote in a a near-death experience of her daughter who uh, uh, was drowned, basically, for a few moments. And when she came back, she talked about a brother, knew his name, and the parents had never talked about a brother that they had lost before they had had her. And yet she knew all about this brother and what he looked like and what his name was and that he would watch over her. Uh, the babies come in meditation. You know, any time, you know, when we have that, that veil drawn back a little bit. Over the years with all of the reading, I then, you know, began to uh, be interested in past life regression, had those experiences and wanted to be a guide. So, in fact, I became a hypnotist 
specializing in past life regression and trained with Dr. Brian Wise, author of Many Lives, Many Masters, and have been doing that for 12 years now. Where does past life regression fit into your into the um, angel baby scenario? Well, as it turns out, the baby coming back to me was my father. And when I first found out I was pregnant, mm-hmm. you know, with the midwife, and I found and I heard the, the due date, it was very close to my dad's birthday, and my first uncensored thought, and this was before I believed in any of this, so I've got to, you know, like erase everything and go back to this as somebody who, who wasn't into all of this. My first uncensored thought was that the baby would come on my dad's birthday because the baby was my dad returning to me. And with that, it was kind of like, <gasps> like who had that thought? Where did that come from? What is that about? Uh, and in fact, you know, I think the soul knows. It's like things happened while I was pregnant, telling me, preparing me that the baby would not come. And I think that was the voice of my soul knowing what was going to happen. My dad, as the baby Dylan, decided not to come, I learned, because the gift was in him not coming, because in him not coming, it would propel me on this spiritual journey. Now I have goosebumps, so that I could not only help myself, but so that I could help many, many other people out there who have had this experience. Doing what you do, having written your book, when, when people come to you for comfort, for communication, for the past life, how do you deal with them? How do, how do you keep it separate from your own? How do you draw that line? Keep it separate in what way? Well, you know, I'm sure you don't get attached to every case that, that you work on because it would mm-hmm. just be physically, emotionally, and psychological draining to you. So, so what do you do? to draw that line where you don't get personally involved with each case you work on? Mm. I always just feel that the, that the mothers who come to me, it's usually the mothers, mm-hmm. I will say, but they come to me, you know, it's like they're drawn to me and I know that I'm going to be able to help them, otherwise they wouldn't be there. You know how that whole energy thing works right. now. And... Um, I just, I always else ask for, I, I do feel that Dylan is instrumental, and because I have been told by him uh, that he would bring the mothers of the babies to me, that he has met on the other side, what well, got goosebumps again, so that they could heal. And so I do feel uh, a personal attachment to the babies as they come. Uh, in one of my meditations, uh, I saw Dylan, and then I saw these little wisps of light. I don't know how else to describe them, and there were many of them, and they started coming closer to me, and I, and I, you know, asked him, what are these? And I was told that these are the lost babies, and they've come to thank you for giving them a voice. So that is what my soul's goal is now, and my life mission is to give those babies a voice, and they just want the parents to know that they're still with them and that they aren't gone, that they're okay on the other side. And this is what 
I continue to hear either through emails from people or in sessions with me. Now, do you communicate with the with the loss with the with the uh, with the babies or the baby angels directly, or how does it work? Well, whenever we're in hypnosis, is a very natural state that we go in and out of throughout the day. If they called hypnosis snuggly and not hypnosis, everybody would be running for it because there's so many myths and misconceptions about what it is, but it's a very natural state that we go in and out of throughout the day. Like I realize now that state that I was in, that in-between state is we're waking up from a nap. Mm -hmm. It's it's like the veil is pulled back a bit. We can even go into a light state of hypnosis if you've ever driven somewhere and you get there and you're like, whoa, who's sure. driving the it's, car? It's called highway That's hypnosis. That. Yeah. That's actually a light state uh, of hypnosis as well. And so when you're in this state, uh, you can talk to the other side. And the babies have come. Uh, I've done healing for those women who've had a hard time grieving the loss, as well as uh, women who've had abortions. And uh, th when those babies come, there's no anger. It's, I forgive you, but I don't need to. This isn't anything I say to the mothers. This is what they hear from the babies. I just put them in a place where they can talk to the babies. Ask them anything you want. You know, listen for their answer. They will tell you. And this is what I continue to hear. Do they only contact the mother? Like You said that it's mostly mothers, but who else requires well, the mother, or requests the, yeah. the contact yeah. with, the, with the baby? The, the mothers, of course, are are the majority of the people. But yes, there are dads who are affected just as deeply. And my husband wants to be sure that I continue to mention the dads because they are affected as well. Anybody who's affected, sometimes the messages come from neighbors. Even um, it, it can be in whoever is open may be able to send a message to the parent. When we're in deep grief, it's very hard for them to communicate with us. But Perhaps that's why it was four and a half years before I heard from mm -hmm. from my baby. Uh, but when we are open to these things, and now what I'm sharing with people is, you know, really, even if you aren't open, I've had people who've read my book who weren't necessarily open but were asked to read the book by a friend of theirs who have said afterwards, I believe and in that, in reading not just my story, but all of these women's stories and that clearly are from, you know, all different backgrounds, it's, they validate one another. And when you hear that, it begins to open something within you so that even in just reading the book, it opens a portal, I think, for the communication to happen. And that can be through coincidences, Rob. All right, stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Exxon Nation, Patricia McGivern is our special guest. She's the author of Angel Babies, Messages from Miscarried and Other Lost Babies. It's available at Amazon.com. And for more information on Patricia, visit her website at www.patriciamcgivern.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. We'll be back in a couple of minutes.
Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So Nation, Patricia McGivern's our special guest this hour. Now, Patricia is the author of Angel Babies, Messages from Miscarried and Other Lost Babies. It's available at Amazon.com. And Patricia's website is www.patriciamcgivern.com. Patricia, how has the communication with you and your angel baby changed your life and the life of your family? Mm. Well... It has certainly changed the direction of my life uh, because now my mission is to to talk to everyone who will listen about mm-hmm. this, and my family's very supportive of it. If somebody has lost a baby, mm-hmm. what words of comfort do you have for them? Well... In the words of Dylan, I would say, they're right here. They're right here. All you have to do is whisper their name or just knowing of the baby, even if they weren't named, and know that they are with you. Sometimes these babies come back in the next baby in terms of reincarnation. Sometimes they don't come because a situation in the person's life has changed. Or in one case, uh, a woman wrote to me from Puerto Rico, and the baby had warned her in a dream that she would not be coming. And one month later, the woman's husband passed away. So there, I think what we need to know as mothers is that as much as we think we may be responsible for the loss, we are not, and that it is the soul's choice, the baby's choice as to if it's a good time to come or not. And if it's not, they can come back. It's, it, it's, it's a very... How can I best explain this? It, it seems as if it's very fringe, this, to, this topic of communicating with babies who have passed. 
are, how do you deal with skepticism? All I'm doing at this point is sharing my experience and those experiences of the other women who've mm-hmm. written me and who've come to my office and take what you like and leave the rest. You know, if it right. resonates with you, great. Um, that's all I'm doing is sharing my experience. And if somebody can, can gain some comfort from that, fantastic. What are the theological implications of communicating with a baby who is passed before it even came to full term? I'm not sure. I haven't had anyone talk to me about that. Uh, I think what we need to remember is that on a soul level, you know, each of us choose when we come into this life and that we're coming in with missions of our of our own, whether we know what they are or not on mm-hmm. a conscious level, of what it is we want to learn in this lifetime. Sometimes the theme is abandonment, and so we have experiences of being abandoned so that we have an opportunity to learn from the abandonment. Hey, Patricia, I hate to do this, but we've just run out of time for tonight. I want to thank you so much for joining us here in the X-Zone. Uh, I wish you much success. I love what you're doing. Mm, thank and, you, Rob. Uh, keep in touch. Sure will. All right. Patricia McGivern has been my guest this hour. Her website is www.patriciamcgivern.com. We'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the hour as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We'll be back. Don't go away. I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.